Welcome to the Pinfall Podcast, the podcast where Liz is probably going to lag for most of it. I'm your host, Liz. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Marcus. Hello, why are you squinting so hard? Because I, I didn't have my notes open, I can't see. <laughs> oh yeah, you gotta have your, your jitterbug font on. Not many of you will get that reference. Also, I feel like I'm out of focus. Am I out of focus? You're fuzzy. There we go. Much better. Um, do you understand the jitterbug reference? Yeah. Okay. I feel like those they aired those commercials like just for a little bit, and if you didn't catch them, you didn't catch them. Every once in a while, I'll find like that they've aired it again. Really? Yeah. I didn't realize they're still airing it. Also. My tongue is green. Why? Because I just had a Jolly Rancher. Uh, so this is AEW Dynamite. Um, big news. Big announcement from Tony, Tony Khan himself. Um, New Japan Pro Wrestling and AEW will be having a super show uh, was it June 23rd? Was that the date? Oh my god. What a cat. Look who it is! That's a cat. Queen Bub! <laughs> um, oh. what, what was the date? June 23rd? June 26th. June 26th. Okay. Which I think is a Thursday. Let me... Um... Yeah. Oh no, June 26th. Okay, that's a Sunday. You know what else that is? What? Derek Jeter's birthday. Think he'll be there? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> he'll also be wrestling. Um, but yeah, super big show coming. And they're they're they've already started the crossovers. And we've we're still two months away from that. So this is gonna have some big build. The event's called Forbidden Door. Very nice. Very classy. We're going to get banned um, for that. Hardcore. I like that. Like, you probably can't see it, but I have like the tiniest little scridge of her head mm. licking her butt. And I'm like... Um, very Doctor Who-y uh, font there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they've already started some crossovers, some build... Um, Jay White made an appearance. Adam Cole's fighting Ishii on, on Rampage. Uh, uh, did they say any other? Were there any other crossovers stuff happening? Or is that it? I think that's it. At least for now. Um, I fully expect more Bull Club to show up. Um, and I wonder... Will there be... Any AEW wrestlers over in Japan? It's possible. Because uh, we do have the Super Junior tournament coming up. Is that, That's before uh, this event, right? Yeah, so maybe we'll see Adam Cole in the best Super Junior. Maybe. Or John Silver. There you go. 
You see, I feel like if you're going to do that, you need to give someone who is going to be off TV for a little while. Have them be, on, be in Japan. Yeah, that's um, fair. And Adam Cole just finished up a title bout. I wonder if he's going to lose to Ishii and then go over to Japan. So that way he's not in the Owen Hart Cup. Maybe? I don't know. That's, um... That pairing is one of those, like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I hope Eddie confronts Ishii again. Even though Eddie's already got Garcia on his plate. Yeah, well. He's like... Ishii, just because you're on a different show does not mean that I can't beat your ass. <laughs> He's like, I can juggle, I can juggle. <laughs> on site. Um, but yeah, so that that was the biggest thing to be announced in the show. Um, let me give a little nutshell of everything that happened. So we had we opened the show with CM Punk versus Dustin Rhodes. We then had Blackpool Combat Club versus Lee Moriarty, Dante Martin, and Brock Anderson. Why didn't they have Dante and Darius team up? Maybe Darius still isn't a hundred percent. No, because he wrestled on on last week's dark. I feel like this this was supposed to be like oh these young up and comers that these that. BCC would want to poach. Throw Darius in there. Have it be Darius, Dante, and Lee. Sounds like a cool pairing. Um. But uh, then we had that New Japan announcement, which which had Jay White coming out. Um. Makes me wonder who Jay's opponent is going to be. I guess it'd be Hangman. But we'll see. Or Christian Cage. Um, so then uh, we had Butcher versus Wardlow. Uh, we had Kyle O'Reilly versus Jungle Boy for the Owen Hart qualifier. Um, Hook versus Anthony Henry in Hook's Dynamite debut. Uh, ba 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 Daniel Cam Danielle Camella, is it Camella or Kamala? Camella. Camella. Danielle Camella versus Britt Baker, Owen Hart qualifier, and then finally Andrade El Idolo versus Darby Allen, coffin match. Um, and hopefully that puts an end to this feud. Which, unfortunately for Andrade, puts him in a in a bit of a spot, a bit of a rut. Yes, a little bit of an inconvenient place to be. Yeah, hopefully his next feud he comes out on top because Andrade needs to be like in a title picture. He needs a title. I say that about a lot of people, but. Unfortunately, that's the problem with AEW, in my opinion, is that like there's a lot of people where you're like, they deserve a title, they deserve a title, and then they don't get a title, and you're like, because there are a bunch there's of only other so people, many people who deserve titles. Exactly. Um, 
like like Jade Cargill and an FTR, I don't want them to ever drop titles. But here we are. Yeah. Um, so you want to go over the news? A little candle. It smells like lilacs. Hmm. When I first lit it, it did not stay lit, and I was like, I was very perturbed, and then I relit it, and every five seconds, because, like, it's so deep in the tin, mm-hmm. I can't see where, like, where it was perched. I couldn't see, like, the flame itself, so I kept, like, looking up over it, like, as I was working, I was like. <laughs> I don't know why Pepita chooses to hang out in here when we're doing the podcast, because, like, I feel like I am just being the loudest person in the world for her. No, she's used to it. I mean, with with what's happening this week, you can't be the loudest thing. Mm, the, the poor room. baby. We've had a lot of construction in our apartment because uh, they're renovating the bathroom, and it really bothers the cat. As you can imagine, she's got tiny ears. Yeah, they shake the whole apartment. They hear so much. Probably thinks it's an earthquake. Or a monster. Yeah. But we got her a baby gate so she can roam in the living room, which she doesn't do. She just lays under the couch. But Yeah. Actually, she spent a very long time today in the living room staring at every person who walked in and out the door. Just like. Oh, <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I know. <laughs> All right. I feel like there hasn't been that much but... news lately. Um. There really hasn't been, actually, now that you say that. Let's see. So we do have some news, though. Um, Starting with... I don't know. Let's start with some indie stuff, I guess. Um, Or, I guess, not indie, but, like, Impact. We'll start with Impact. Um, Apparently, AJ Francis, a.k.a. Top Dalla, or FKA Top Dalla, Formerly um, yeah, um, has said that he's had very good conversations with Impact. Um, apparently during WrestleCon, um, that there were there were very good conversations had um, at the hotel that they were all staying at. So I wonder if that would be just. Uh, AJ Francis or the entirety of Hit Row. Because if it's the entirety of Hit Row, that'd be awesome. Well, what he said was there's still things that need to be looked at and worked out and a lot of discussions that still need to be had, but the hitmakers were in the building. Okay. So, uh, hopefully we get the hitmakers over there because I feel like Impact just needs more tag teams in general. Yeah. Um, also, speaking of indie wrestling, indie wrestlers, um, Carrie and Cross and Scarlet got married on a glacier today, apparently. Good for them. Sick video. Yeah. Um, they looked great. So if you like cut out the context of who they were as people, really cool. I really mean, great vibe. Very progressive of them to uh, go somewhere where they don't need to like they don't need to worry about them not being vaxxed or anything. Yeah, and like you know, no guests. Yeah. No social distancing needed needed to be had. Cross had a great suit. 
It was a really awesome suit. It's like red velour. Okay, that was not as bad as I thought it would be. Um, going to try to drink this drink that's supposed to make me calm. We'll see how that works. Um, also, GCW settled or um, have come to terms with a settlement agreement with IWTV. Um, apparently... GCW committed a breach of contract regarding pay-per-view events. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, this lawsuit claimed that um, IWTV was given exclusive rights to hold GCW pay-per-views in a contract um, that the two parties allegedly entered into in March 2020, according to WrestleTalk. Um, and what was the settlement itself? Um, I believe it was something like GCW now controls and can profit off of their entire library. And like IWTV gets like nothing. Yeah. Um, it says this agreement also affirms our long held belief that GCW is the sole owner of our extended library, which includes all game changer wrestling, Jersey championship wrestling and LA fights events. Um, the agreement also removes obstacles that had previously limited their ability to capitalize on their content and clears the way for them to move forward with ambitious plans to change the game in 2022 and beyond Um, they are no longer going to work with IWTV Um, part of the arrangement is that GCW is going to provide IWTV with the settlement series which is a series of 8 live events spanning the course of the next year Jeez, that is. AWTV got fucked over. <laughs> yeah. God. Eight. Se- what, an eight event series, you said? A series of eight live events. The fact that they're calling it the settlement series is actually, I feel like, a very big slap in the face. They're going to put, like, the biggest undercarters on that show. God. Yeah. Anywho, um, let's talk to some AEW stuff. Um, it's not a big piece of news, but apparently Maria Canellas has confirmed that she has been. Oh my god, I would love. Usually, like I can get through like the headline, and then, um, the article loads. But apparently today the internet is just not working. Um. She confirmed that Tony Khan has been in contact about a Ring of Honor position for her. Um, there, ha- there isn't a ton of information, so that's why it's not that big piece of that big of a piece of news. But um, she said that she's um, that he's reached out to her, and they're trying to find a time to get on the phone and discuss things further. Um. The quote is very long. Um, and apparently Tony Khan also confirmed this on his end at the scrum after Supercard of Honor. So I'm glad about that. That hopefully means that we'll see better women's booking than we've been getting in I other mean, Tony Khan products. If today was any indicator. 
Um, Mark, again, I don't know how many times I have to tell you this. Women don't wrestle. You're right. You're right. There's never been a woman wrestler. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why you're asking them to book women's wrestling. I mean, yeah, like Brit, not Britt Baker, not Thunder Rosa. Women are very delicate. Um, they can't go past um, uh, a four-minute match. Not Nyla Rose. Just, not it's not safe Ford. for them. I'm sorry. Not the bunny. Nope. Not women. Uh, just can't wrestle. Not apparently. Ty Connie. Not God. Anna Jay. I'd love for somebody to come in contextless on this one. Not Marina Shafir. Nope. Unfortunately, all of those women are not wrestlers. Yeah, they're superstars. Oh. Sports entertainers. Oh. Anyways, um, let's talk about some. Please don't swallow that loudly. <laughs> um. Apparently, there is. Oh my god. Um. A small update on Kota Ibushi. Um. Poor guy uh, dislocated the hell out of his right shoulder in 2021 of last October during the G1 Climax Tournament um, while performing the Phoenix Splash. Um, According to Mr. Meltzer, he is still weak on that side of his shoulder, um, but is about 70 to 80 percent recovered. Apparently, there is really no clear timeline um, for, like, when he's going to come back. Um, But there is hope within New Japan that he's going to be back for the G1 Climax this year, which will begin July 16th with the finals slated for August 18th. So they're really going from Super Junior almost right into uh, G1. Which is exactly they did G one and Super Junior together, yeah. Last year, so, um, I just I'm thinking about it. I think my G one climax is going to still be going on by the time that there starts. So, <laughs> race to the finish. And then they'll probably have World Tag League right after G one. I don't want to think about World Tag League actually, but thank you. Um, okay. I have bad memories. Thanks, Yoshihashi. All right, some WWE news? Sure. Um, Io Shirai is injured, and that's why we have not seen her. Apparently, she is currently wearing a boot Ooh, um, and good. is on crutches. Any, any news on Zoe Stark? Who? You know what's gonna be annoying? They're gonna they're gonna give Zoe Stark a new gimmick when she comes back. Oh, almost certainly. Oh, you know what it was probably from? Hmm. Remember when she did that moonsault and she smacked her foot on the announce desk? Oh yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. God. Damn, dude. Um 
Also in WWE news, Johnny Gargano was at the Performance Center recently. Oh, was he? Yeah. Cool. Um, I think he was just showing off his baby. <laughs> yeah, he does still have Wait. a lot of uh, friends and and yeah, he knows a lot of people at, at WWE still, so it's not shocking. Yeah. Um. I think him and Triple H are still very close. Yeah, I'm sure they are. Apparently. Triple H said in an interview recently that he keeps in contact with people that have even left and gone to AEW, which is probably Adam I Cole. Would hope so. I mean, he was formative for a lot of people. Yeah. That have been callously released yeah, under that, his nose. That's a man that that clearly loves wrestling and is the right man to be booking a promotion. Yeah. Speaking of booking promotions, well, um, Drake and Gibson, who've never had first names, let's not talk about it. Mm -hmm. um, GYV. Wait, wait, wait. The grizzled young veterans. Soon to be recognized. It's been so long. Um, now, um, according to WWE, they're just the veterans, Mark. That's bullshit. They've lost. No, I'm joking. Fuck I'm joking. them. I'm joking. Oh, okay. I take that back then. Because they lost the first half of their name. Okay. I thought you, you were it? serious. <laughs> no. It was a joke. Um, but apparently they have teased their departures from NXT. Oh, have they? Yeah. Yep. Um, apparently on Twitter, James Drake posted a picture of his performance center uh, cubby, for lack of a better word, with the caption, thank you at WWE. Oh. And at this point, there is no reference to um, uh, WWE in his bio. I don't know if there was originally. Hmm. Yeah. Well, that would be kind of messed up if they changed their names just before... Was it wait? Was it both members of GYV or just uh, one of them? No, they're both. Dra it's Drake and Gibson now, not James Drake and Zach Gibson. Right. Oh, I, I, you mean like I, I mean like in their bios? Like, is it just one of them that has? Um, their James bios? Drake is the one who doesn't. Zach Gibson is the one. He still has WWE Pro Wrestler in his bio. Okay. It would be it would be so dumb to separate them, um, but I I wouldn't be surprised if if they left because they've been around for so long, and they haven't been given any any titles, any big feuds. They've been shuffled around so much, kept off TV. Yeah, it's, and, it's the Kushida um, treatment. This comes hot on the heels of them doing a digital exclusive interview where. They said that the NXT universe will no longer see Drake and Gibson. So. Maybe call him. What I fear. What I fear. Is a gimmick change. Yeah. Which would be blasphemous. Why would, but... why would they change their names, though, if they're, if they're going to do a gimmick change right after? That's so weird. They just don't seem like the type that would get called up, though. Yeah. Although, 
I could kind of see it. You, you, the the main roster does need like lower tag teams to like kind of play jobber. As awful as yeah. that sounds, because GYV is amazing. Um, well, speaking of people leaving and people. No, speaking of people leaving, um, apparently, well, not apparently, Kushida left WWE um, quite suddenly, quite randomly. Um, apparently, his contract was expired. Apparently, WWE was not interested in renewing his contract. And according, according, hmm, interesting. <laughs> um, according to Dave Meltzer, he said that apparently in WWE, there was a belief that he's going to start with New Japan in June. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Would love to see him back in New Japan. Um Yes. And and he's gotten like acclaim from being on NXT and has gotten very popular to the point where I think New Japan could book him huge. Like honestly I could see him up against Osprey, like really quickly. Yeah. Um there's rumors that he might be at Dominion. Oh, okay. On June twelfth. Yeah. It, and you can tell just watching NXT where the disconnect is between the execs and the people booking and like creative because you could tell they suddenly like they had no idea because last uh, yesterday they had Von like they suspended Von Wagner um, probably because they didn't realize Kushida was like wasn't being re-signed, so they they had nothing for him in, in the story. He's already beaten Ikemen. They can't extend that any any further, so they're just holding him off. And yep. like if if this is happening with his contract, let the rest of your company know. Let yeah. the people writing the show know when it's getting close to his contract ending, especially if they had no interest in re-signing him, let everyone know that. Listen, you're not wrong. Also, I mean, that, that's one thing. Another thing is, how the fuck would you not want to re-sign Kushida? That I don't know. The man is an all-star talent. Yeah, I don't know. I It's just the WWE not seeing talent where there's talent. That's how it always is. On the bright side, though, he doesn't have a non-compete if his contract ended. That's why there's belief that he's going to start in June, I think. Maybe we'll see him in GCW for a little bit. Well, I imagine that he's probably got to get his shit together if he's going back to Japan. Yeah. And like get his visa situation probably sorted out. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, I don't think at this time and place, one just says, hey, fuck it, I'm going to Japan next week, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, hopefully he uh, he's in a good spot wherever he goes. Yeah, I'm super excited to see him in Nuge. Um, mm-hmm. I think that'll be really fun. Him versus Hiromu. Yeah. Um, well, that's all I have for you today. Kushida versus Desperado. Listen, let let Desby 
deal with Akira first. It, oh, no, they're, that's, they're not feuding right now. Well, theoretically they are, because Best of Super Junior is coming up. Yeah. Um, who's feuding with uh, Despy, who, who appeared last time? Uh, Taiji. Uh, right, that's going to be sick. Oh, that's going to be so good. Um, all right, so moving past the news, let's talk about Dynamite tonight. Uh, pretty fun show. We had a, a great opening match. CM Punk versus Dustin Rhodes. Two old dogs proving they could still go. This was, this was so fun. Um, yeah. We start with a little handshake. Love it. Which was nice. And the the this this had the most this has the simplest booking like the and like lead up and story imaginable. Last week you just had Dustin Rhodes say that he wanted a match and he picked CM Punk. There you go. You had the handshake, start the match, you got a story. You got creative. That's more effort than WWE puts in. Yeah. You're not wrong. <clears throat> um, we get an arm drag to Punk and then a hip toss to Rhodes. Um, it's one of those things where it's like everything is countered. Every move has a reaction. Um, and it's just kind of like, you know, they're evenly paired. We get it. Um, Luckily, it wasn't one of those stupid ones where it's like, oh, they both drop kicked each other at the same time, because that's just stupid. <laughs> um, Punk ends up getting free of a head scissor submission and pulls Dustin into a bow and arrow stretch. We get some chops in the corner to Punk and a boot to the face of Rhodes. Um, he goes for the GTS pretty early on. He fails to get it. Um, and then Rhodes hits like the third or fourth arm drag that he's like done in this match, which was kind of annoying me. And I don't know why, and I think it's because they pointed out that he kept doing arm drags. Yeah. But he kept doing arm drags, and I was like... Mm -hmm. And it definitely felt like the the like commentary was like trying to... like, Because like Excalibur was like, well, you know, it's still, it's tires the opponent out. It's a simple maneuver, but it's effective. And I was like... Yeah. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't chalk this up to like lack of creativity or anything, because these guys are too insanely... Like insanely good storytellers in the ring, and so it might be, might have like, although it might be like a William Regal bullshit excuse, but it might have been why they did it is because it was this fucking simple thing. Smells bad. I enjoyed it. That moment. Um, Punk ends up dodging Dustin, sending him out of the ring, and Punk like. So Dustin goes down, he he pretend, like he plays like his knee is injured. And he keeps playing that up and like kind of goes to like get up and Punk like goes at him. Dustin says, "No, I need a second. The 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 ref Frank, I think. Frank was the ref, I think. Um Frank 
goes to Dustin and kind of like holds Punk back, but Punk takes Dustin into the ring and it starts kind of like you start seeing the little drip drops of heel turn punk starting to in because punk gets pissed off like you can see him getting exasperated with what's happening and i was like oh okay getting a little feisty you know heel turn punk's gonna be amazing because he's gonna love it Oh, heel turn monk's gonna be insane. Um, so we start targeting the seemingly injured knee of Rhodes. Um, Rhodes hits a code red to punk with a near fall. Um, then we get an uppercut and a power slam to punk, who refuses to lay down. Um, eventually he gets the figure four leg lock on Dustin. Dustin turns it around, but punk grabs the rope almost immediately. Then we get a crossroads and a pile driver, and somehow punk still kicks out, ends up getting the GTS to win. Yeah, yeah. Very, really fun match. My favorite spot in that was when Dustin goes for the crossbody, Punk ducks it, and Dustin just slides out of the ring. So clean. Mm. Um, but then Hangman comes out for no reason. No, no idea why he came out in the first place. Unless he specifically wanted to have a face-to-face with Punk. Because... That's what he does. Um, But it looked like he came out for another reason. Like, it looked like he actually came out for something. Um, But no, he didn't. Um, However, Punk versus Hangman will be incredible. When it happens. Yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm really excited for that. Especially if we've got nasty heel Punk going on. Do you think that's next? Yes. Really? I feel like that'll happen at Double or Nothing. Like, that's that's a pay-per-view match right there. And we got a bit before then. Do we? I think so. Let me see. No, we don't. That'll probably be in June. Oh, that's a while from now. May 29th. That close to my birthday? I don't think so. <laughs> oh, we're not going to be here for it. You're not going to be here no, for I'm it. I'm not going to be here for it. I might be here for it. Oh, man. Oh, oh I'm going to be old. I'm going to have to rewatch that shit. Um, but yeah, I feel like that's happening at Double or Nothing. Um, I wonder if they're going to give Hangman another challenger in the meantime kind of like how he handled lance archer and uh, dante martin what are the rankings ew rankings um let's see adam cole's still that's from last week so he's adam cole's probably not uh Kaz is going for the TNT title. And Sammy is the oh. TNT champ. Because right now, well, Cole... Kaz is not going for the TNT title right now. Scorpio is. Right. Um, but Kaz expressed interest in it. And I feel like if you express interest in one title, you're not going for another one. 
Um, so leading uh, leading the rankings, if if this is correct, is Penta. Oh wait, no, because this isn't updated with um, Penta losing to Punk. Right? He fought Punk last week? Yes. So that might not be right. They need to post the updated one. After last week. Um. Might be someone random. Maybe maybe they'll throw Kaz in there. Um. Alright, so. Then we get Wardlow entering the arena. Maybe stopped by security. And uh, smart Mark Sterling. Uh, uh, Sterling says security's gonna bring you to your closet then right to the ring then right out the building he gives him handcuffs and says you'll have to wear these too oh and MJF says eat pig <laughs> um, then we get a Blackpool Combat Club versus Lee Moriarty Dante Martin and Brock Anderson and immediately we start off with some brawling, as you would expect. Um, we get Enziguri to Yuta from Dante, who gets spiked into a buckle. Uh, this gets Danielson in. And then we get some chops to Dante and a flying boot to Dante from Danielson. And then a drop kick to Danielson from Martin. Uh, this gets Moxley in, though, um, who also kind of gets flattened by Dante. Um, Brock gets in off of that. Mox kind of like gets beaten up for a hot minute. Like he gets like, it's a he he takes a couple of bumps. Um, he ends up dodging Brock, uh, hits him with a half and half suplex though. Moxley then starts just decimating Brock um, until he gets hit with a spinebuster. This gets Lee Moriarty in. Um, he drops you to off the apron, and then he drop kicks Danielson, who is now the legal man. He kips up. Gets a back suplex to Danielson. Wants the Motor City stretch, but Danielson starts getting up. Um, ends up hitting a shoulder capture suplex to Lee. And then this gets Dante and this gets Moxley. And Moxley saves Dante, first of all, from nearly shattering his legs. Because he goes off the rope and definitely does not get quite the angle that one would want for a like crossbody lateral press. Um, instead, going quite literally straight down. And Moxley, like, catches him. And I was like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. um, then back in the ring, it looks like Dante's going for, like, a, I don't know, 450 splash, a moonsault, something like that off the top buckle. Hesitates, though. Moxley ends up getting, um, getting up, gets, as Dante comes down, gets him into a rear naked choke. And then we get, um, Moxley driving some elbows into like the shoulder neck area of Dante and then Yuta's doing that to um, Brock I think and Danielson's kicking in the head of Moriarty it's kind of cheesy um, but Moxley gets the paradigm ow <laughs> Moxley gets the paradigm shift to Dante to win yeah yeah Pretty much a squash match, but a bit longer than that. Um, so then we get Cutler Cam with Undisputed Elite. Kyle says, Nick, where are the rompers? 
Matt, where are the feisty bucks? Um, you lost to FTR, but we lost to jung or FTRs, uh, but we lost to Jungle Cruisers. Let's live up to the name Undisputed Elite. So tonight, I qualify for the Owen Cup. Uh, Adam Cole says, We lost, but as a team, we can't be stopped. Bucks, all your friends are gone. They're not. Uh, but we're still here as a functioning unit. We can't be stopped. Next week, we'll do an Undisputed Elite 10-man open challenge. You two put the Elite in Undisputed Elite. I gotta take care of something, but please think about it. Who do you think will be the other five? Part of me thinks... House of Torture. Oh my god, imagine. Imagine it's chaos. I That'd be cute. Part of me just, like, dreads it'll be, like, um... AFO or Wingmen or something. Like, like, just jobbers. It might be. Or what if it's Kenny leading Bullet Club? Wait, Kenny, G-O-D, <laughs> Jado, and uh, Taguchi. Oh no, Tanahashi. Yeah, I was going to say, why, why are you not including Tana? Well, Tana's kind of been, like, just hanging out. Six or nine's been the ones really hanging with them. But, imagine. <laughs> that's, that's the first time we see Kenny back. I miss that man. Me too. So much. Me too. Um, then we get the major announcement. So Tony Khan comes out. He says, we have a huge announcement here tonight. And here's the president of New Japan Pro Wrestling. And he comes out. I forget his name. Um, but before anything can be said by either of those men, uh, Adam Cole appears in the Tron and says, there's only one person to make an announcement of this magnitude. I'm one of the biggest to wrestle in Japan. Uh, June 26th, the United Center in Chicago, AEW New Japan Pro Wrestling present Forbidden Door. This Friday, everyone's going to get a preview. In an Owen Hart qualifier, it's going to be Adam Cole versus Tomohiro Ishii. A member of Undisputed Elite will take the whole thing. Notice he didn't specify who. Maybe it'll come down to Adam Cole versus Jay White. Imagine. They're both undisputed St elite. Stinky, stinky man. Um, and he says, I have a special friend who wants to say hello. Jay White comes out, and he says, It's very fitting I'd be here for an announcement like this. Last time New Japan Pro Wrestling had a major event like this, I sold out Madison Square Garden. Uh, it's not about New Japan Pro Wrestling or AEW. This is about Undisputed Elite and Bullet Club because it's still our era. Um, also, Miriam asks if Jay White is part of the tournament. They haven't announced him, but considering how late they took to start the men's qualifiers, I have a feeling he will be, especially since Ishii is part of the qualifiers. I don't mean to be like really dramatic. Um, no, I mean, my eye is very itchy right now. Mm -hmm. Um, 
we're gonna see the first actual Owen Hart match for the men's side. Yeah, live in person, right? Yeah. I'm hoping that's a banger. It's probably gonna be Kyle versus Adam Cole. No, probably not. Um, I mean, it'll probably be really good. I mean, considering who it who's qualifying right now, because it's either Kyle Riley, one of FTR, uh, Ishii or Adam Cole. I think that's all the qualifiers that are announced. Could be wrong though. Um. So then we get a promo from Jade Cargill and and Kira Hogan and Red Velvet. Don't know why Red Velvet is part of this group. She was just a face, and this feels like a heel faction. Um, But Jade says, Jade versus Marina on Friday for the TBS title. Oh no, Mark Sterling said that. Uh, Jade says, this girl calls herself the problem. See you Friday, bitch. And then we get Butcher versus Wardlow. But before that match, MJF is seen in a balcony. And he says, Wardlow is a nobody. And because he's a nobody, he'll be coming out to no music. Send the pig out here. Beautiful. Prosaic, almost. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's meaty men slapping meat. It's uh, the context for the match. Butcher gets Wardlow in the corner, bites him um, before punching and then headbutting him. Wardlow then sends Butcher out of the ring um, and Butcher decides that he is going chair shopping. My dude is throwing chairs into the ring just as fast as Rick Knox can clear them out of the fucking ring. <laughs> it's just one goes in, Rick throws it out. And I was like, what? we're making no progress. Um, and we don't make progress until Wardlow gets a little too close to the ropes and Butcher grabs him by the ankle, pulls him down, pulls him out of the ring, slams him into the apron, drops him on the apron, back in the ring. Butcher goes for a powerbomb. It, it wasn't perfect. He lost his footing a little bit. Yeah, which, fair enough, Wardlow's a big dude. Um... Also, I couldn't do it, so mm-hmm. I don't have any room to judge. Sometimes I pick up a pita and I'm like, holy shit. That's a bit much. Um, so after this messy powerbomb, though, Wardlow kicks out at one. We get a powerbomb, two butcher from Wardlow, and then four more for good measure. Um, and that is how Wardlow defeats Butcher. Yeah, yeah. I wish... I wish Butcher and Blade would be booked better than this. Because it's unfortunate. Um, yeah, they deserve a lot. I mean, their vibe is so good. Yeah, but hopefully this results in Wardlow taking that fucking title off Sammy Guevara or somebody. He needs a title. Yeah. Like, if, if there's one man that I will say this person needs a title, it's Wardlow. This is, that's where his, his story is leading. Um, so after that we get a promo from Eddie Kingston he says on Rampage me and you Garcia are friends not allowed in the building Jericho watch what I do to Garcia everything I do to Garcia is meant for you 
I'm gonna have fun with you, boy. I'm gonna whip you real good. You reap what you sow, but people like me, I don't sow. I just reap. And then we get Kyle O'Reilly versus Jungle Boy in a match that the crowd was silent for. Yeah, nobody was into this. And you know why? Because Jungle Boy's not over anymore. Jungle Boy's boring as fuck, dude. Yeah. Yeah, after, after the whole Kenny Omega storyline, he lost his fire. You remember that? That was a while ago, wasn't it? Yeah. I honestly... Hmm. What? It is 11.06. I hear somebody sawing downstairs. Nice. It's the cat. There's a baby. Mm-hmm. Anyways, not to invite everyone into our personal lives. Um... I, I think Christian has kind of dragged them down. Oh yeah, absolutely. They've they've lost their goofiness. Yeah. Um anyways. So we get a monkey flip to O'Reilly, but O'Reilly hangs tight. They're holding hands for a little while. O'Reilly goes for the armbar. Can't get it locked in. And we get a knee to jungle boy. Oh, you're so cute. And a handful of butterfly suplexes to Jungle Boy. And then some elbows to jungle boy and then jungle boy sends uh kyle from the ring um but back in the ring o'reilly hits jungle boy dragon screw and then sort of there's a tornado ddt to o'reilly it's actually a very back and forth match um then we get dragon sleeper on o'reilly o'reilly turns it around into his own sleeper and then an exploder suplex jungle boy gets a big lariat to kyle fails to clothesline him in the back of the neck though um then Kyle goes for the ankle lock on Jungle Boy, who turns it into a snare trap on Kyle. But Kyle reaches the ropes, which I was not expecting. Um, then Jungle Boy goes up top. Kyle Riley kicks the ankle of Jungle Boy, sending him into the ropes. Um, Jungle Boy then gets hit with a second rope suplex. Um, we get a brain buster to Jungle Boy. Kyle goes up top, hits the knee drop to win the match, surprisingly. Yeah, I didn't expect uh, Kyle to beat him just because Jungle Boy's a champ. That's a little donut. He's we'll upside down. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it was a decently fun match. It's a shame the crowd wasn't really into it. Yeah, but I'm glad that Kyle won. Um, yeah. I would have been so mad if Jungle Boy won. Mm -hmm. Now I hope that Bobby doesn't have a match because if Bobby has a match... And Bobby loses, then I'm going to be like, oh, I see what we're doing here. <laughs> I see who the weaker link is. So we then get an interview with MJF, and he says Butcher didn't get the job done, but there's more money. Much like a snake, when I, uh, when I do so decide you are my prey, it doesn't matter how big or strong you are, uh, because it only takes one bite. Ain't that right, Mr. Roberts? And at first I was like, Justin Roberts? Is Justin Roberts going to fight Wardlow? <laughs> uh, but then Jake Roberts, Jake the Snake, comes in. He says some... He, he kills it with his promo. I didn't catch all of it or in my notes, but he, he killed this. He says some people need diamond rings and big belts, but I chase money. When the time is right, I'll get it done. I could smell it from a mile away. It's like when you're a little kid when you fall off the swing. 
It'll be all right, you're told. And then Lance Archer storms in, and he says, I just want to fight Wardlow. When anybody's in my way, everybody dies. Uh, and then we go to the ring. For Hook versus Anthony Henry. Oh, Anthony Henry. Sweet, 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 sweet Anthony Henry. Um, this was what I expected it would be. Um, Hook very quickly starts just lighting Henry up. Man's nearly old enough to be his father. Um, we get overhead toss suplex to Henry, and then Danhausen comes out, tries to curse Hook. Hook ignores it. Throws Henry down into the red room. Henry taps out. Yeah. Um, also, a little, little fun thing that um, um, was said in Sports Illustrated. I think Tony Khan said this in an interview. Quote, it is also possible that there are matches featuring only AEW talent. AEW has an outstanding women's division. This is regarding Forbidden Door. Um, but New Japan does not employ women wrestlers. Its parent company, Bushi Road, also owns Stardom, which is New Japan's sister promotion. This is an AEW New Japan event, uh, said Oba Ob Obari. Okay, so it's not Tony Khan. Uh, Obari. You were about to say Obama? No. It's like, what? <laughs> Uh, Obari, but the key phrase here is never say never. Really, nothing is off the table, and who knows what the future may hold for AW and stardom. Oh, but but to Tony, or sorry, um, Obari. I think that's I think that's the the president of New Japan. Yeah, I think that's the president of New Japan. Um, but I, what I think Obari doesn't recognize is that Tony would then also have to participate in helping to book matches that are longer than three to four minutes for women and i don't know if he's capable of that but if it's if it's uh whoever books stardom booking it then it would be longer imagine <laughs> imagine the first match goes like 12 minutes and tony's like are we still doing this <laughs> imagine though Kyrie versus jamie hater or Tam Nakano versus uh, Thunder Rosa. Starlight Kid versus uh, Penelope Ford. Remember when I found out that Tam Nakano was 34 years old and I was like, that's fucked up. Yeah, they don't age. That's a goddamn. They don't age. There's like, because like when they were doing the walkouts for the Cinderella tournament, and they had ages for like some of them. I was like, some would come out and they'd be like 12, not really 16, I think was like the youngest, but they'd be like 16. And I'd be like, she looks like a baby. That makes sense. And then somebody else would come out and be like, she's probably about 16 too. Cause she looks like a baby. And they're like 38. And I'm like, what, what do you mean? Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, very confusing. However, very talented field of women, though. So, um, so Danhausen comes out and tries to curse Hook, um, and after it doesn't work, and he instead curses Anthony Henry, 
he says, I've had enough of this. You don't want to be cursed by Danhausen. You will fight Danhausen. And that will be the greatest match of all time. Get ready for uh, uh, 20 stars rating from me. Yeah. I'm excited for Danhausen's return. Yeah. His in-ring return, which, I mean, I don't think anyone really wanted Danhausen for the in-ring wrestling. Everyone just wanted his personality. True, but Danhausen's funny in ring too. Yeah, yeah. Like his personality bleeds into that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So the unfortunately, oh no, this isn't the this isn't the promo. Uh, we get an interview with Frankie Kazarian. He says, "Sammy Guevara." Uh, then Scorpio Sky walks in. And he says, "This is important, Kaz. I've had a lot of time to reflect. TNT champion, tag team champion. It's all not possible without you." I was struggling and needed a shot. We formed SCU and the rest is history, but I need a favor. I need you to wait a little little bit longer. I'm going to challenge Sammy and win that title. They promise you you'll get the first shot. And uh, Kaz says, I've always had your back, and I always will. But I don't trust Kaz. No, not after the look that he gave Scorpio as he walked away. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know one bit. Um, although, do like this little uh, turn, it seems, from Scorpio. Maybe a little bit of a face turn. Um, or tweener turn. Yeah. Uh, we then get a video package from Thunder Rosa uh, recapping her match against Nyla Rose. But then she says her next challenger will be at Double or Nothing. <laughs> okay. Um, That's fucking stupid. Well, she, I'm sorry. She didn't say that verbatim. She just said double or nothing, which alludes Still. to her next challenger. Yeah. Um, That's fucking. That's dumb as shit. Yeah. Yeah. Unless they give a a big build to her next few, like it's huge. Have her next challenger be like, uh, um, who, who's a good challenger for Thunder Rosa right now? Let's pull up the rankings again. Rankings. As of last week, Nyla Rose probably shot down. Serena, uh, Serena Deeb could be the next one. It depends on how her match with Karushita goes. But then it's Ana J. I don't see a feud with Ana J really being very good. Or big. Could be Jamie Hayter. Jamie Hayter is in, in the top five. Jamie would be cool. Yeah. And Marina Shafir is in the top five, but she's losing to Jade. Um. Alright, so then... Uh, we had Sammy Guevara and Ty Conti in the ring, and you can already see they're embracing the heel turn. Sammy's got a big-ass jacket. Uh, Ty's looking like Ty. Uh, Sammy says, I love this. I feel on top of the world. I love each and every one of you that cheer for us. I will give you my everything forever because you deserve it. The rest of you that turn your backs on us, why? Because my girlfriend is hotter than yours? And then Scorpio Sky comes out. 
He says, I guess it's just screw us, the fans, all the people that supported you by watching your stupid vlogs. Guess what? The feeling in this room, it's not screw us. It's screw you. Um, but before Sammy could respond, Ethan Page just screams, Shut the hell up, Sammy. There's not a single ass in the seat tonight that came to hear Sammy use a mic. Dan Lambert tonight is about business, so shut your mouth, open your ears, and listen to Dynamite Dan. Uh, I still have yet to watch his promo from last week, because apparently Ethan Page had a sick promo. From yeah, Rampage. I heard that too. Um, Dan Lambert actually has a decent promo. Uh, he says, my grandfather said youth is wasted on the young. They have so much passion for adventure, uh, so much ambition, but you lack the experience to make wise choices. You risked everything in that ring to earn the respect of these people. You chose to throw that away like a high school douchebag. You get to make one more choice, give Sky his rematch, or send these two men to the ring right now and they give you a pounding your girlfriend dreams of. Why is it always shit like that with Dan Lambert? Every uh, time. Because Dan Lambert sees a woman and only knows one thing to do. I, I, does he see that with Paige? <laughs> I feel bad for Paige. I don't know. Um, but uh, Sammy says, I only give a shit about a match. Sky, I'll give you a rematch next week if you give us a mixed tag match. Sky, uh, Scorpio says, done. And then, like, as they were about to cut away, Sammy says, next week, ladder match, you and me. Like, really quickly. Like, he forgot to say it was a ladder match. Yeah, that, I noticed that. I was like... Okay. <laughs> Which, I mean, if Sammy's thing is always defending the belt in the ladder match, fine. It'll make me more interested in this title reign. Yeah. I, you're, you're right. Um, but... Who who do you think is next for the TNT belt? Is it Wardlow. Scorpio? No. Is it Wardlow? Is it Kaz? No. I think it's Wardlow. If they really want to make it important again, because it hasn't felt important since Miro, they would give it to Wardlow. Imagine it's Miro. Fine. You know what? Bring us back to good times. Like when Miro lost that title, the edges that title became a a fucking dump. Yeah, Miro was the last good champion for that. Okay, I thought you were saying in general. I was like, yeah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, ever. God, Miro's matching is Eddie. That was insane. Storytelling, so damn good. Yeah. Um. So then we get a promo from the House of Black. Brody King says, "Last time we addressed you, you said we'd turn, or we said we'd turn your eyes black. You refused to draw blood." Uh, Murphy says, "The house is changing the narrative." Uh, Matthews, Buddy Matthews is his name now. The house is changing the narrative. Only our, your ashes will be washed away with your shame. Malachi says, The house is out of debt. Icarus flew too close to the sun, so next week the sun dies. Very interesting analogy. 
Um, then we get Danielle uh, Camella versus Britt Baker. My notes disappeared. Hang on. Um, yes, yeah, we get some roll-ups. We get a Butterfly Suplex 2, Daniela. Um, or is it Danielle or Daniela? Sorry. It's Daniela, right? Danielle. Danielle. Okay. Yeah. And Britt's getting fucked up, dude. Britt gets really fucked up. And then Britt uh, gets egged on just enough after the commercial... Pardon me. After the commercial break to fucking tackle Camilla. Hit her with the ground and pound. Um, and this is after Danielle made fun of, like, the terrible towels. Um, which... Bold to do in <laughs> Pittsburgh. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't do that. Um, then we get some elbows to Camilla, a sling blade, a stomp, and then right into the lock draw, dealer's glove for Brit to win. Yeah. And she comes out with uh, two uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't know if you mentioned that. Oh, no. Were, were they were actually Steelers? Yeah. Oh. Um, two Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't know their names because I don't watch Pittsburgh Steelers football. Um, because my grandma can indoctrinate me on that one. <laughs> um, but one of them gets the microphone after what you're about to talk about. <laughs> you just hear Fritz music plays. I'm on the mic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That dude sure. was loving the entire match. He was having the time of his life. <laughs> and like, yeah, the other guy was having fun too, but like this guy was into it. Like he just grabbed the mic and just went off. <laughs> it was, it, it was so funny. Cause like the whole match too, like he was there, like he was like just another wrestler, just like banging on the mat, you know, like egging her on. I was like, yes. Mm. Okay. Um, so Britt gets on the mic and she says, Pittsburgh, Finally, you have a woman in the ring with a mic that knows how to use it. The AEW women's division is a disaster without me. There's Ruby Soho, who had to run away instead of coming here, coming out here. Uh, Tony Storm, who has, my, who has my girl in the first round of the Owen Cup. If you thought cake in the face was bad, wait until Jamie mops your face in the ring. You'll want to leave this company, too. Uh, Jade Cargill called Pittsburgh ugly. The only thing here tonight who wanted to see Jade in the ring are the ones who gave, who she gave free tickets to. Red Velvet, what's worse, me whooping your ass or being a baddie? Sit down because I'm the baddest bitch in the block. And your future Owen Hart Foundation Tournament winner, Dr. Britt Baker, D.M.D. You know what's interesting? The Owen Cup seems to be more of a big deal in the women's division than the men's division. Like, the wrestlers care about that more than the men's division. Yeah, I don't know. Probably because there's a bunch of other stuff mixed into the men's division because they actually write stuff for the men's division. Right, the, the men have storylines and the women are like, oh, we get TV time now? Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, speaking of women, we get a Serena Deeb video package um, challenging Karshita again. Or, what was it, the fifth time? Um, then finally, we have the main event, Andrade El Idolo versus Darby Allen coffin match. Yes, indeedly. 
Um, so we start with Darby immediately has to fight off the blade, and then he has to fight off a lot of AFO, which I think the blade and Marquette actually don't make. It was uh, Blade, Quen. If someone Butcher it, right? was there too? No, Butcher was not there. Okay. Then yeah, it was just them two. <laughs> so he's fighting them off, and then he's not fighting them off at all. He's getting beaten up. Um, And we end up in the crowd, and there's somebody in a Sting mask. And guess who it is? If you guess Sting, you were right. <laughs> that was so good. He did the thing where he had the Sting mask pulled off, and it was his, his Sting face. Mark Pop for that if you couldn't tell. This is so good. I I had seen that before I watched uh, any wrestling. Like I loved that. Waited yeah. for Sting to come that's, back so I could see it in, in person. That's up there with the New Day eating popcorn. Like that transcends the wrestling world. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I couldn't tell if you froze because like you're so blurry for me right now. Oh, am I? Well, not not because of like your camera, but because like I can't see shit. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Um. So Singh ends up fighting off Marquan and Blade, while Darby focuses his efforts on Andrade. Um, and Bryce does a piss poor job of trying to keep things civil. It's funny because it's all breaking down. They're all in the crowd, and Bryce Remsburg, you can just see him over like the shoulder of like Marquan or something, just like, okay, it's <laughs> like. Um. Oh, oh, the booby cat's having a dream. Oh, is she? She's twitching. Oh. Oh, what do you think she's chasing in the stream? Wardlow. Oh no, she's gonna power bomb him. <laughs> oh no. Um, Marquin ends up hitting Sting with a chair, which he no sells. Um, we get a low blow to Andrade, and then Sting crossbodies everyone off of a railing. Uh, he, he nailed um, it. He did. Got a little nervous though. Um, Darby then throws a chair at Andrade back in the ring. He red. Darby is then nearly coffined, but he breaks free, and then Andrade wants to suplex Darby into a steel grate. After trying multiple times, he finally gets it. Um, and then he flapjacks Darby into the apron once we get close to the ring again. And then Andrade starts fucking around with the coffin, which in a coffin match is the last thing I would do. Yeah, he tries to kick off the the lid. Um, I don't know why. I feel like he wanted to use it as a weapon. No, I think his logic was if you don't have a lid, then you cannot close the coffin. But he, he would have to close the coffin. But he knew he was losing. A desperation moment. The logic seemed flawed. Anyways, um... <laughs> So Darby dives out onto Andrade, pushing him into the coffin, slams the lid, which has tacks all over, into the back of Andrade, and then Jose, the assistant, comes out, takes off Hell his yeah. shirt, and I said, oh my god. <laughs> um, and he is then powerbombed onto the coffin lid, and he slides off of the coffin lid. And if you remember what I just said five seconds ago, it had tacks on it, and my fucking god, was that a nightmare. Um, anyways, um, and then... Andrade gets the coffin shot on him and Darby wins. Yeah. Um, yeah, AEW's really good at booking uh, coffin matches. I just wish Andrade had won this. He really needed this win. Yeah. 
unfortunately, Darby, Darby, who doesn't need to be put over at all, won. Yeah. Wonder if uh, maybe Darby's going for the AEW title before Double or Nothing. Maybe they'll have them feud it before getting Punk involved. Maybe. Maybe, maybe. Um. No, no, they're they won't do that. I don't know what they're gonna do, but they're not gonna do that. Are you want to talk about best of the night? Yeah, sure. So as always, if you have a question for a question segment, leave it in the chat now. A little Q and A, AMA, whatever. T and A. Leave it in the chat. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, leave a comment. We'll get to it in the next one. If you're listening on Spotify, join us at twitch.tv forward slash the pinfall podcast. We love chatting with you folks. You lovely, lovely folks. Um, so let's talk about promo of the night. <sighs> I mean, the major announcement was very fun, especially with Jay White coming out. Um... MJF's interview was good. Yeah. I'll let you pick. <laughs> I'll let you Bless pick. your soul, first of all. Thank you. Second of all, my pick Despite my best intentions, my pick will be the announcement. Cool. Cool. All right, let's talk about Wrestler of the Night. Got three choices for you. Are you ready? Kyle O'Reilly, CM Punk, and Dustin Rhodes. CM Punk. Okay. okay. I liked watching him get angrier. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. <clears throat> and I have a feeling we will agree on the match of the night. Uh, so as always, we go from the worst match to the best match of the night. We'll talk about which one is the <clears throat> match of the night. So. Um, this only counts for matches that were over five minutes. Like Hook versus Anthony Henry and Butcher versus Wardlow are not factored into this. Because they were under five minutes. So first up. 4 out of 10. Danielle Camella versus Britt Baker. Just barely made the cut of 5 minutes. I think it was like 5 10 or something. Like it was a squash match. What do you expect? Yeah. Uh, next up, 5 out of 10. Uh, Blackpool Combat Club versus Moriarty, Martin, and Anderson. I mean, it, was, it was a decent enough match. It was pretty much a squash, but it was like a, it was like a Elevation match. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, 6 out of 10, Kyle O'Reilly versus Jungle Boy. Yeah, they gotta do something with Jungle Boy. Yeah. It, he's too boring. Like, he, make him goofy. NXT 2.0 him. Yeah. If there's anyone that needs NXT 2.0, it's Jungle Boy. Um, but, otherwise, Kyle was really good. Kyle was fantastic. Uh, next up, 7 out of 10, Andrade El Idolo versus Darby Allen. thought this match was very fun. 
Very good. The brawling. It was fine. I mean, it was a typical AFO match. Um, a lot of brawling, a lot of assistance. But the ending was pretty fun. Yeah. Um, and finally, I think we agree. Match of the night, CM Punk versus Dustin Rhodes. 8 out of 10. Yeah. This, th these guys are great storytellers and so good in the ring. Especially Dustin at his age. I concur! Alright. You want to answer some questions? I will answer a question. You always pick one. You always say one. And, you know, there could be people watching that are like, oh, Liz just wants to answer one question, so mine might not be worth that, that one question. Well, that's on you for believing me. Yeah, never believe Liz. You know the whole, the whole segment where she tells you all the news happening? Don't believe her. I'm lying. Always. Yeah. She's not really the host. You take that back. I mean, you're the one who says that you're the host. I'll show you a host. Yeah, Pepita. Da, 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 da. Oh, whoops, I woke her up. Right, um, so Miriam asked, please talk about how you'd book the AEW New Japan Super Show, like from the most obvious matchups to the ridiculously niche matches you'd want to see. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, obviously, it's Hangman and Naito. Hear me out. Uh -huh. Hear me out. Yeah. Kingston versus Taguchi. That would be really good. I think I've cracked it. Um, I, I, I've got one. <laughs> Picture this in my head. It's so good. Evil versus Danhausen. He curses every member of House of Torture as they're about to fuck him over. <laughs> Wait, I love that, actually. And they all, like, slip on their feet. <laughs> I love that. Um, I also want FTR versus Tama and Tana. Not Tana, sorry. Tama and Tonga. My brain short-circuited on that one. How okay. do you do? I'd probably do FTR versus... Um, um, look, what tag teams are there in New Japan? Bishamon, Great O'Connor, and Jeff. Uh, Dangerous Techers. Uh... Well, obviously, we're doing Danielson versus Sabre Jr. I'm going to say no on that. Wow, okay. I'll just go fuck myself. I'm going to say Mox versus Zack. Sure. Um, but uh, FTR versus... God. Uh, probably Bishamon. No, no, no. No, I want Red Dragon versus Bishamon. I'm gonna do FTR versus six or nine. <laughs> Fair. See, so in my head, I've got Taguchi fighting Kingston, so that won't work. Who does Will Osprey fight? 
Osprey. Adam Cole. I was thinking Cole or um or MJF. Get yeah. two cocky son of a bitches in the ring together. Hear me out though. Will Ospreay versus Wheel or Yuta. That could be good. Um, no, no, Osprey versus Malachi. Ooh, yeah, okay. And then we get Buddy Matthews and Brody King versus Jeff Cobb and Great O'Conn. Ooh, yeah, okay. That'd be cool spot. Some big some bitches. Yeah. Um. Who does Despy fight? Despy fights Penta. Oh. Oh, that's mask great. on mask plus impeccable vibes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and very i mean can you imagine like the way sorry the way penta like swaggers into the ring and the way the despy just kind of like struts his whole way down the ramp oh oh now what about adam cole oh no not uh okada what does okada fight um, Okada and Hangman would actually be a really good match. The, the reason I didn't want to do that was because I wanted Naito fighting Hangman. I feel like Okada... Okay, fine. Okada and Pac. Okay. I was thinking more Okada and Cole. Sure. Um... What about, oh, Miriam asks, can it be Penta Oscuro versus Despi? Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Um, who does uh, Jado fight? Jado fights um, Jake the Snake. <laughs> who does Ghetto fight? Arn. No, 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 no. Ghetto has to fight Tully. Yes. Okay. Um, who's uh, Shingo fighting Shingo Shingo is let's see I think Shingo would fight Ethan Page okay no I could see that Shingo fights Hook okay I can see that less, but okay. Um, what about Hiromu Takahashi? Now Hiromu could fight Danhausen, and that would be the most unhinged match. I was thinking Lance Archer. Oh yeah! It's two guys screaming at each other. Yeah, that'd be great. Oh my god. Um. Who does... Oh, obviously CM Punk versus Kenta. Obviously. Yeah. Except. Except. To, re- to make sure this match isn't match of the year, Sammy Guevara comes in and says, No. My GTH is better than your go-to-sleeps. 
And then they both clobber his ass. And then it's a handicap match. Yeah. Okay, fine. <laughs> um, let's see. Anyone else? Young Bucks. Who do Young Bucks fight? Um, Aussie Open. They're not quite New Japan, but that could happen. I figured this... Because New Japan isn't as big as AEW, so they might call up some strong people. I'm trying to think. Um... Yeah, New Japan doesn't have that many awesome tag teams that like we haven't already talked about. Yeah. Maybe Bullet yeah. Club's cutest. Oh yeah, okay. That's perfect. Maybe that'll be after they split from Undisputed Elite. Yeah. Um and we'll we'll end on this one. Okay. Who's Shibata fighting? Well that really should be Danielson. Yeah. In my humblest of opinions. Okay. Um, if not Danielson, then maybe like Gresham. A young dude like Moriarty. About Gresham. Yeah, I was kind of going with like people that have been with AEW for a second now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but. Lee Moriarty also popped in my head, so maybe that'll be the opener: Shibata versus Moriarty. Yeah, a little exhibition match. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. All right. Uh, so, unless I can see... Oh, Dark Order. Like, the entirety of Dark Order. Who do they fight? Well, they would have to fight House of Torture. Just Dick Togo. Just Dick Togo. Yeah, sure. Dick Togo versus the entirety of Dark Order. I love it. That's perfect. Yeah. All right. Liz, would you like to close out the show for us? Sure. If you tuned in tonight, thank you so much. And if you tune in in the future, thank you so much. A happy... Mother's Day? It's not the next holiday. Like, I fucking know. I hope everyone's enjoying Passover. Um... What is it? Oh, I guess next uh, next holiday is um, well May is going to be Asian Pacific American Heritage Month so happy May to everyone of Asian Pacific American descent I second that um Please tune in tomorrow for our Impact post-show, where we'll be talking about Impact after the show ends. And for the, what post -show is. for the next two weekends, we will not be doing weekend shows. Be yeah, Rebellion this weekend, which we will be gone for. We will be at the show, which if, if you're at Rebellion, say hi to us. If you see us on TV, say hi to your TV. Um, and the following weekend we'll be on vacation. 
we we will not yeah. be available to uh to do a recap and we will not be doing our impact show next week as well which eh, who cares right yeah yeah um oh the next the next actual holiday cinco de mayo like single day holiday uh. um no actually the next single day holiday is my dad's birthday guys april 23rd my way to dox your dad <laughs> guys if you want to visit my dad All right. just kidding you don't want to so yeah our next show tomorrow impact uh and then after that we'll be back on tuesday for our 2k22 stream as always thank you so much for watching follow and subscribe all of our shit is the pinfall podcast that's spotify twitter youtube twitch uh i'm at the mark cameron this is at eliza elaine 23 and we'll see you all tomorrow for impact wrestling have a good night everybody goodbye